0: Hello Patriots and welcome to Patriot Point Radio. I am your host, Lee Watts. Now for some of you, you're like, wait a minute, I thought the program had a different name. Well, for the last 12 years, we have called the program Take America Back, but to try to unify all of the efforts we have with uh, online programs on YouTube or television programs and here on the radio, we're calling everything the same name. Patriot Point. So welcome to the program, and here on Patriot Point Radio, you're going to get the news from a biblical worldview. We like to always say it's going to be Christ, the Constitution, and common sense. Just a program for conservatives to get the news from somewhere you can trust without all of this socialist, liberal agenda and propaganda that's being pushed through almost everywhere else that you want to go. So let's look at some of the news going on here in Kentucky that conservatives and Christians in particular should really be looking at. And here is some big news that has happened just this week. In Gallatin County, the school board is the first school board in the entire state of Kentucky to ban critical race theory and say it cannot be taught throughout the school district. And this was done in a unanimous vote. I was so happy to hear about this. Now, if you don't know, Gallatin County is way up in the northern portion of Kentucky. And the school board said, listen, we're not going to teach critical race theory. For those of you who don't know what this is... Critical race theory is this idea that America is inherently racist and therefore we must destroy the entire system inside of the country and rebuild a different one. This is absolute wrong. It is lies. It is incorrect. America is not inherently racist. If And I can prove that real quick. If America was inherently a racist country, then why did Barack Obama get elected not once but twice? Well, that doesn't seem to be possible if it was an inherently racist country. It is not. This uh, CRT, as it is commonly taught, is simply Marxist Theology. It is something that the Communists and the Nazis uh, are really pushing. If you remember your history, over there in Germany, the Nazis started dividing up the country into different groups and setting these different groups against each other. And then they would come in and say, listen, there's all this strife and all these arguments against these different groups. Let us just come in and we'll restore peace and order. And so that's what their program was. That was the dirty trick the Nazis pulled. And it's the same thing. Thing being pushed by the socialist Marxist in America today. So uh, we're not going to let them get away with that. All critical race theory is, is Marxism, and it is actually saying we are going to certify and approve racism. Just saying racism against white people is okay. Uh, and no racism is okay. I don't care who's who it is against. Racism is wrong, including this critical race theory. So, this is some good news coming from the county school board in Gallatin, Kentucky. Now, this relates to two different laws that are going to be proposed. And next year in the Kentucky General Assembly. We have uh, first of all, BR60. That stands for Bill Request Number 60. This has been written by Kentucky State Representative Joe Fisher uh, saying we're not going to teach critical race theory in Kentucky schools. There is another bill about this worded slightly different but with the same general purpose from another state representative by the name of Matt Tackett over in Jessamine County and his bill is called BR-69. So, BR-60 and BR-69, they would basically say, we're not going to do this in all Kentucky schools. Now, while that is good, here is the problem with this. These bills that these two representatives have written will not be introduced until the next legislative session. The legislature is out of session until the first of the year, so they cannot put these through any sooner than this. However, remember, school starts this fall. So unless we want to have this officially sanctioned clinical race theory racism taught in our schools, then other counties need to follow the example of Gallatin County, Kentucky, and say, listen, our school board is saying this cannot, will not be taught in our public schools. It is inappropriate. It is sanctioning racism, and it has no place in Kentucky. So this is what I need you to do about it, dear Patriot. I need you to go to your county school board meeting. Kentucky needs you to do this. The citizens, the students in Kentucky need you to go to your county school board meeting. Bring up this uh, decision that was from the Gallatin County School Board saying that we ban critical race theory being taught in our county schools. Kentucky and Kentucky students needs you to do this so find out when your county school board is meeting and if you would like to get somebody to come up and testify saying why this is bad and some evidence i encourage you to contact state representative fisher and state representative tackett and i can recommend some others to you to say listen this is it's a bad idea we need to ban it for the sake of what our state Model really is which is United we stand Divided we fall Critical race theory divides it Does not unify So uh, that's something that's going on here Statewide and I encourage you To go to your county school board Because Kentucky students Need you to protect them from this Sanctioned racism Let's talk about another topic that's affecting Kentuckians, and that is about your right to own a weapon, Uh, Second Amendment rights. Uh, When I was in the military, my drill sergeant said, anything worth shooting is worth shooting twice. And he was absolutely correct. We are seeing more and more the leftists are pushing to take weapons away from people. They want to get them out of everywhere. Personally, when I walk into a restaurant or a store and I see there's a half a dozen people there and they're all packing, I feel more safe because I know if somebody does come in there that's going to actually do harm to people, there's a half dozen people that could maybe save my life. Because they are armed. So this idea of getting rid of weapons... uh, your workplace or weapons out of the hands of the citizens. It is wholly unsafe for the people, and it is also unbiblical. Notice what the Bible teaches us. In the book of Nehemiah, chapter number 4, we have the city of Jerusalem had been destroyed, and Nehemiah gets a burden to help protect the people of Jerusalem. So they start rebuilding the walls, because if you're going to keep out bad people that would do you harm... You build a wall. We can talk more about that a little bit later. Let's talk about weapons today. So they're building a wall, and the people who wanted to do them harm were named Sambalot, Tobiah, and Gershom. And they threatened to come in and shoot these people at their workplace. So did Nehemiah say, okay, well, some people have said they might come in with some weapons and kill us all as we work, so nobody bring a gun, and that'll keep us all safer. Is that what he said? Well, of course not. That's not what he said. This is what did happen in Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. They which builded on the wall, and they that bear burdens with those that laid it, every one with one of his hands wrought in the work, and with the other hand held a weapon, for the builders every one had his sword girded by his side and so laded. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. That is Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. So here we see people who were thought at any time there might be somebody come through with a weapon to do workplace violence. So the biblical example here is then, I want everybody to be armed and packing. And that will discourage somebody from coming in here with a weapon and harming anyone. And of course, what happened? Did Sambalot, Gershom, and Tobiah, did they make good on their threat? No, because everybody who was working there, all of them were armed. And you realize, if you went into some, let's say you work in a factory, and the factory says, no weapons allowed. And then the factory across the street says, Weapons allowed, and every single person here is packing. If you were going to do workplace violence and shoot up a bunch of people, where would you go every single time? You go where you were the only one who had a weapon. Taking weapons away from people does not increase our safety. It decreases our safety. And let's talk about how that affects us here in Kentucky. We have had a bill that's been proposed the last two or three years in a row that is one of these red flag laws. Uh, A red flag law basically says if somebody thinks that there's a a person who might commit a crime, uh, they can go to a judge and the judge will be allowed to take that person's guns away. Now, and they're doing this under the guise of safety and crime prevention. Here's the problem. They just committed a crime because the person who is being accused hasn't actually done anything. They haven't committed a crime. They've not even been accused of a crime. All that's been said is that this person, maybe in some time in the future, might commit a crime. So that is the person who is actually being robbed and being denied their Second Amendment rights. Well, the senator that keeps pushing these things here in Kentucky, well, here this week he announced he is not going to run for reelection. Uh, he is out because there's been so much pushback against this. So we'll start see different people that'll be filing to fill that seat. We already have one. Uh it's a gentleman by the name of Aaron Reed over in Shelbyville and uh he's running to take that Senate spot. We're probably going to interview him in the months to come so you can get to know more about Mr. Reed. Uh, He owns Ops Supply, which is a gun and ammo store. So I think we know where he stands on the rights of the people having weapons. That'll be an interesting race. And I think we need to make sure to look at where our different politicians have stood on gun rights, on the rights of the unborn. Uh, These key issues, marriage, religious liberty, these things that have been under attack from those on the left Find out where the people who represent you, where they actually stand on this issue. And don't just get some words. Find out, show me a bill that you voted for or you voted against uh, on these particular issues. Because anybody can say anything. Let's see what they've actually voted for or what they voted against. At this point, it's not even that particular if that particular bill passed or not. Because one person cannot determine if a bill becomes law. All they can do is take a stand for what is right or to take a stand against what is wrong. And if you've got a good person in there who took a good stance, then you make sure to support them. And if you've got somebody who talks a big game, they didn't actually do anything, vote them out of office. So this is something going on with gun rights here in Kentucky, been under attack the last few years. The person pushing it has been uh, basically pressured to step down from office, and we've got a good gun person running for it. And speaking of guns, I would like to invite you. You are personally invited to come out to the Great Kentucky Shootout and Picnic, which I am hosting on June the 26th. That'll be at 11 a.m. Eastern Time in Lancaster, Kentucky, the Great Kentucky Shootout and Picnic come bring your weapon bring your family bring a picnic lunch it's going to be a great and exciting day for us to go out there enjoy our second amendment rights enjoy some fellowship and we're going to have a great time I've got some musicians coming we'll have some live gospel music some bluegrass music Uh, we're going to have prizes uh, for those who come to the shootout and actually register to be in the shootout we've got uh, two different $100 gift certificates that have being uh, provided for the winners of the shootout, and then we have Mingua Beef Jerky, and they are uh, sponsoring some of this as well. They're based right here in Kentucky, and I like to do all I can to help Kentucky-based businesses, and they're sponsoring it, so they're going to allow us to give away t-shirts and hats and uh, drink cozies and all kinds of things from Mingua Beef Jerky, based here in Kentucky. That is the Great Kentucky Shootout and Picnic, June the 26th in Lancaster, Kentucky, starting at 11 a.m. It's going to be at the Sugar Creek Gun Range. The address is 1033 Perry Rogers Road, Lancaster, Kentucky. Again, that is the Sugar Creek Gun Range, 1033 Perry Rogers Road, Lancaster, Kentucky. And I hope you'll come out because we need to support the Second Amendment. Remember, the Second Amendment wasn't devised with any particular gun in mind. The Founding Fathers knew guns are going to get better and better as the years go by. They designed the Second Amendment with one thing in mind, keep the government from ever being able to take away the, uh, the right to have a weapon from the people. That's about all the time that we're going to have this week. Make sure you go to your county school board meeting to ask them to vote against critical race theory. Hope you can make it on June the 26th to the Great Kentucky Shootout and Picnic. And until next week, this is Lee Watts encouraging you to be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring.